Hello, welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I am Tyler W. Moore. And I'm Christopher Schrunk. We're still talking about Hayao Miyazaki movies. Um, today we're talking about Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo, and The Wind Rises. Let's get right into Spirited Away. I want to pause there and see what happens. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'll go ahead and start off. Um, I mentioned in the last part that I this is technically the first Miyazaki movie I'd seen uh, because I watched it on Cartoon Network back in like 2006. And I hated it the first time I saw it. I thought the main character was very annoying. I wasn't really used to that sort of animation style, so it was really off-putting to me. Um but like the the second time I watched it, you know, I was I was a little bit more used to the, uh, the style. I, I kind of understood what they were going for with Chihiro a little bit better. Like she starts off annoying and sort of she sort of grows on you a little bit more. So yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like a hard sell, but it, it definitely works out in the end. You definitely like Chihiro by the end of the movie. Yeah, I just remember like the most frightening thing in the entire world was like whenever her parents turned. To oh pants. yeah, because like. I think someone was actually talking <laughs> was about this so on something I was listening to once. They say that like the scariest movies for them are like the ones where there's a moment where there's no turning back. Like something gets fucked up and you can't really go back and fix it. Just this. So like there was that moment where it's just like, oh, like how how do you possibly like come back from that? You know? Oh, yeah. 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 That, that really sort of sets the tone for this movie. It was one of the first ones I watched as well. I think I watched this one second, actually. I I couldn't I can't believe how how well that story this story was told. So the the pig thing and also the the guy that works like the the steam. Oh uh, yeah, guy. yeah, that guy's awesome. He was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, again, another one with just great characters. This one isn't. This is probably his like most standout movie in terms of like it's not really like any of the others. This one actually won him the Oscar mm-hmm. too. Oh yeah. Which he then decided not to show up to the rewards ceremony for money for. That's because he was protesting the Iraq War and that was the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the whole thing. Nice. Anyway. Nice job, Osama bin Laden. You. You. <laughs> it wasn't me this time! It wasn't me this time! He's talking about Osama bin Laden, alright, stop. So, Faceless was great. Mm hmm. Yeah, he had like a ton of personality. Even like before he was, you know, he kind of like was like that huge freaking creature that's like eating everybody. Yeah, <laughs> it was really awesome. You know, I was kind of, I was kind of afraid. Like whenever um, he threw he threw up everybody, except for the frog. I was like, I kept sitting. There, I was like, what the frog? The frog? He's still in there. Frog? Hello? Is a frog going to come out at some point in time? <laughs> is a frog dead now? <laughs> like I was like, I was like, oh my god, the frog's important right now. Let's <laughs> Stop the movie. The I, want to be, I need to know the frog's okay. Um, yeah, seriously, I was like, I was like, please, <laughs> like, I can't kill the frog. I'm like, that's so mean. And also, I was like, okay, good, he's okay now. It's I'll fine. Probably say this is this might be. Hmm. Oh, I'm so, I'm so between this and another movie. As and like uh, my, Ponyo. Uh, no, as my uh, as my favorite uh, Miyazaki movie. It's mm. it's just it's so good. All the characters are really great. It's probably not not the best animated one, but like probably second best animated one. Um, this one's tied with me for second place. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, I love the fact that like um, the god I can't remember her name right now is the old lady. Uh, Yo Baba. Yo Baba, thank you. I, like you showed like her, and she's not necessarily like it's probably the closest to a villain you can possibly get in like in those movies. Yeah. Without actually being a villain. Right. Like she's not actually a villain. She's just the antagonist. Right. Of the story. Like she, yeah, like she, she never like she she's not like setting out to you know ruin Chihiro's life or anything it's just kind of what what ends up happening like it goes from like her to her sister mm-hmm. which i thought was like great it's like i mean people i read before people like complain about how it's like oh it's the same design blah blah, blah. that's what made it awesome was that you see this character here that you look at as like maybe she's like this repulsive person or whatever but then you show like this mirror image of her basically yeah and like this character right here that you actually love now it's like which kind of like when you go back, it makes you kind of like you like the character a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. The other thing in this movie we're talking about is that baby. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> if we were talking about nightmare-inducing things, <laughs> that yes. that will give you a nightmare. But yeah, great movie. Already own it. Five spirits out of four. I give it no faces out of ten. Great. Speaking of must must watches. Howl's Moving Castle. This one is, this one's interesting. This one right here, I think this right here like splits the fan fans in half right here. Like you see, like half of them are like, this is one of his best things like works, mm-hmm. and the ones that are saying this is one of like his least best works. Wow, best, like, I can't even sure. imagine someone thinking. I that. know, and I've talked to people, a bunch of people, like like my friends, whatever, about this movie. They're like, oh, it wasn't that good. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Christian Bale was. Like, uh, he actually, he'd watched, I think it was A Spirit Away, Probably. and was like, I had to be in the, your, the next Miyazaki movie. Mm-hmm. I had to be in there. And of course, they made him in this right here. He didn't care what part he had. It's like, he didn't, it didn't give a crap. He just, wanted, he just had to be in this. Yeah. And I think he did a great job. Oh, yeah. He's great in this. Everybody, everybody, actually, everybody I think this movie has one of, the, some of the best voice work. Oh, yeah. Like, like I think like Totoro in this right here is like, the best work. Oh, the best, yeah. Best voice work. It's like Gene Simmons, fantastic. Lauren Bacall. It was fantastic. Uh, Billy Crystal. I was like Billy. Oh, I like Billy Crystal anyway, but yeah, he was just great in this. Yeah, really great cast in this movie. Oh yeah, the castle itself. I was really surprised by like it looking like that. I was like, oh, it was like, it was like how's the castle? It's kind of weird, but I also watch it. Mm-hmm. And man, oh man, that was a great choice. So not counting the uh, sort of save the forest type movies, this is the best version of the. Action adventure movies might even yeah might even just like even including the Save the Forest movie. This is probably the best adventure movie. Mm. It definitely has a lot going for it. Like the uh, the story itself just kind of captivates you the entire time. Mm-hmm. It has a really like a very grand scope to it. Oh yeah, just like the the whole like traveling different uh like different countries or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, how to be different different uh, magicians right. or uh, wizards. That was like kind of fun. Like then, like the whole war stuff going on at the oh, same time yeah. as like as like him trying to get out of all the stuff right here and like having the wicked witch of the waste, which I thought was West the entire time I watched the movie. It was like I thought it was the West. Yeah. I was like, that's a weird name, blah blah. blah. I don't know what they go into West for. It's kind of strange. Anyway, <laughs> what you trying to say about the West, Miyazaki? What you trying to say trying about to say, us, bro? Texas is awesome. <laughs> that's why she was so fat, Chris, because she is from Texas. Lots of pork dinners. Anyway. <laughs> Probably ate Pocoroso, actually. <laughs> but yeah, really, really great movie. Probably 
like, like I said, best animation. So like a lot of the, um, it's like just like just really great shots. Like just looking at the backgrounds in this movie, I I I want to watch this movie again just so I can like look at the backgrounds and just. Oh yeah, just like just like take the characters out of there for one, just kind of watch the backgrounds happen. Yeah, man. That's one thing about that's one thing about like Japanese movies is that it's like watching a painting. I mean, you are literally watching a painting, <laughs> but <laughs> almost yeah, it's it's fantastic. With that for that uh, cast style. American movies were just kind of like, oh, let's cut here, cut here, cut here, whatever. Right. They leave it on a cut sometimes where it's just like, let's get all the motion we can't get out of this thing. Right. Absolutely. It's not going too far. And when it, like once like you hit that. You've hit it, just stop, cut to the thing. Yeah. Never um, says it's welcome, but it's there exactly, as long yeah. as it is welcome. I also said this said this has my favorite female character out of all of his movies, which sounds kinda of weird, but I loved I loved Sophie in this. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. It's not a weird point seeing as most of these movies have female leads. That's true, that's something we didn't talk about at all, is that his movies have almost all female leads. <laughs> except for like a couple here and there. Yeah. Like most of them though were basically like female uh, oriented satiric, uh movies. Right. He does a great job with that stuff. Like he doesn't make him like the, the like even though another girl is not the, the main main like central part or whatever. She's not damsel in distress. Right. I think that's like one point in time like in Castle in the Sky it was kind of damsel in distressy, but like even then it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like so they're, they're actually, that's not like the they, closest they like that people. they. Yeah, I think that I think that's great. I think that they, I think he does a great job with writing women and. I think the weakest. I think like if you had to like choose like a weakest moment in the movie, what do you think is the weakest moment of the movie? Weakest moment to you, maybe. It's been long enough that I've I've probably forgotten what the weakest moment would be. I would say just it's in the time traveling thing. It's probably a little bit weak. Yeah. I came kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it told you the story of like why Hal's like this right here, where his heart is, and all that stuff like that. Right. So it kind of ends up working, but at the same time, it's kind of like. Maybe there could have been a better way of doing this, but maybe not. There's not a better way. Right. Maybe I'm it's, just wrong. It's serviceable way. It's not like uh, there, there might have been a better way to do it. So 20 houses out of three. I give it 50 moving castles. But this is this is all for a guy named Jamie Zinn, which you can reach him at uh, jamiezinn.com. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. You have, to, you have to get that domain name again, Chris. Uh, do I? Okay, I'll get it back. Don't worry. Okay, don't go on there. Tomorrow. I'm not sure, honestly, what's going to be on there, so don't go to that website. Don't do it. <laughs> Jamieson.com. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway. If you want to watch so, Miyazaki movies for free, go to Jamieson.com. Oh no. Do it. Speaking of Jamieson, so Ponyo. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> yeah. He was great. I loved him in this movie. And every movie yeah. he's ever in. It. It's it's a very weird casting choice, like just based on the like the character and especially the design of the character. But like, once you kind of get over the fact that yeah, it's Liam Neeson, it's uh, yeah, he's, he fits the role. He does he does a good job. You know who was great casting as well? Who? Betty White was. Oh yeah, she was in this. Yeah. yeah. So it also has uh, Lily Tomlin, um, who is a fantastic actress. Um, she's been like, she mostly doesn't play like big parts in shows or movies but uh she was great as like the as like the complaining uh lady who's like trying to teach uh god i can't remember yeah. these people these kid people's names anymore like, i have terrible names here but like how like i know how like, the boy is like uh the has like the goldfish has ponyo and she's like mm-hmm. get rid of that right there it causes a tsunami blah 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 
It's just she's like a yeah. conspiracy theorist almost. Yeah. And she's great. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's she's like uh she's like a lot of grandmas. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. She's like the grandma everybody knows about. So you know they're putting fluoride in her water. No god. <laughs> Communists and fluoride, right? Again, our Stanley Kubrick podcast that was uh, also on our iTunes feed. You should go yeah. back and listen to that one if you're interested in Stanley yeah. Kubrick. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know who's a great uh, female actress that was in this? Tina Fey. Who? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring her up. She was really good in this. I was about to say Matt David, by the way. <laughs> Just to kind of throw you off a little bit. Oh, shut up, Chris. <laughs> shut your mouth. It's not your fault, Chris. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, man. It's not your fault. <laughs> Come on, man. Not you, man. Not you, man. <laughs> uh, fuck them, man. So here, here, here are some things I wrote down, Chris. Okay. Uh, it's pretty good most of the way through. Very cute. Ending is stupid. I won't say it's stupid. I'll say it's weak. <sighs> I don't know, man. <sighs> like I, I, because I, I was really enjoying the movie, and then the ending happens. Ponyo likes him. It was just, it was, it was kind of lame. Well, well, it's like, it's like, oh, do you promise you'll love her forever? Like, dude, you're five. <laughs> you're, you're five, bro. It's different cultures, man. All right. <laughs> you ever heard of child brides? <laughs> you ever uh, have a bath with your father, Chris? <laughs> I'm not sure, honestly. Answer the question, Chris. <laughs> I don't want to answer the question. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, I also wrote down good casting. Um, probably won't see it again. Wouldn't buy it. I mean, I don't buy the story either, but I did buy the movie. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't buy it, Chris. I don't, I don't think that uh, you could have a little mermaid girl. That's what's better. This, this was, the story of it was inspired by right. uh, Hans Christian, Hans, Christ Almighty, Hans Christian. Walt Disney's Little Mermaid. Oh, no. Hans Christian Andersen's story of the Little Mermaid. By the way, if you never read the original story of the Little Mermaid, don't. <laughs> if you want to read a really depressing story, oh god, why is it like the Disney movies that they like have whatever? It's like they have like Hunchback. Hunchback, by the way, Hunchback Notre Dame is like one of the most depressing stories of all time. And they somehow made it into one of the best Disney movies. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's yeah, still visually very good. Um, definitely not as good as some of like uh, the past couple movies he had done uh, in terms of animation, but like still very nice look to it. it has a look all of its own, mm -hmm. sort of. Um, the mother. Let's talk about the mother for a second. Oh yeah, her driving. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was my note right now. It's like, my one, my like one, one, one note I have right now. But her terrible driving. Yes. <laughs> she I love that stuff. She's the scariest driver I've ever seen in my entire life in a movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the mother character is really great in this, actually. No, she, no, she is um, great, but she's just her driving. <laughs> just like, you know, it's, it's raining horribly, it's flooded terribly. I'm gonna leave my kid alone while, with some fish girl. Yeah, dad driving, Joe. Yeah, um... I think that she should also be cast in the next Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> You'd do great in there. I think Ponyo would Ponyo be Drift. Vast and Furious. Ponyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think Ponyo would eat Porco Rosso? Ponyo does love ham, so yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes. 
Speaking speaking uh, of eating ham, the wind rises. <laughs> that's enough of a, that's enough of a Ponyo, huh? All right. I was I was done with Ponyo ten minutes ago. <laughs> Just waiting for you to get all your points out. Of all right. I I think this I think Wind Rises has the best casting of all of the movies. I'm going to start it now. Mm. Best casting. Yeah. Justin Gordon-Levitt. with that. John Krasinski. Christ almighty. John Krasinski. <laughs> Emily Blunt. Martin Short. Stanley Tucci. Manny Patinkin. And William H. Macy. That's just like some of the top oh, ones. Yes. Which, if you want to look at like actors who has who have some of the best careers, Stanley Tucci is one of the top uh actors to like i think you and i agree on this right here like he's a great actor like he yep. has like movies that come out he has like god he has like five movies a year six movies a year whatever it is he's prolific yes and he's wonderful each time sometimes kind of coming on it's like a, like a really good female action star is now uh emily blunt though um yeah i mean really great casting just really good characters in general too mm-hmm. i mean obviously like it's kind of been a running theme with all these movies but um yeah, man, it's probably the best emotional piece he's done. Yeah, for sure. One of the things about the movie is that, like, the movie isn't necessarily about what the movie is about. That makes sense at all. Yeah, like the movie is actually it's really just about the creative process, mm-hmm. and everything else is kind of like one of the, it's a movie where like the story is a metaphor. Yeah, basically, much. yeah, and that, that I think is some of the best stuff right there. Like you, you win some, you lose some. Way you create to create something mm-hmm. and. That's kind of a sad way of putting like his his uh, wife dying basically. You lose some. Yeah, that was sad. Um, out, out of all yeah. the movies, this actually made me cry. I'll admit that right now. I actually, I, I actually, uh, I cried like a baby. Whatever, like uh, I know, I know. Uh, d- didn't happen for me, but cause, uh, man, I'm actually the guy who like fucking every other movie <laughs> probably <laughs> makes me cry, but um. Didn't happen this time. That's some of the best music in it too. Oh yeah, I was gonna yeah. My notes I had um great score. It kinda has that really nice sort of Italian sound to it. Which I think that I love. I think that that's like the mixture of like the Japanese visuals with the Italian uh kinda uh spin on it worked out really well. Once again, like I said, that I mean the the composer for all the movies has just been consistent like no matter what, like you can listen to like the Ponyo soundtrack list. I mean, you didn't like Ponyo that much, or Parker Rose. So mm-hmm. the soundtracks are always great. Yeah, like just like this, the music always fits really well, and you just you always helps with the helps with the scene. It never overpowers the scene. It's like just perfect for it. Right. One of my uh, favorite little visual bits in there, like whenever, um, whenever Jiro and the Italian Cabrone. Yeah, yeah. Or on the top of the plane, and they're just kind of sailing through the air a little bit, and like there's the winds in the in their hair, and it's like that's my favorite shot of the whole movie. Oh yeah. I just like I just, I'll, I'll, I'll go I'll go back to that. I just pause. That's like a that's great. If you want to like look at a a screensaver, that's your screensaver right there. <laughs> I, I I've kind of written down like uh you know it's it's overall a really great movie. I I'd say maybe a little bit too long, like it's just kind of a little bit stoppy starty. Mm. I think that's like honestly that's my only complaint about it is that like. A couple times it's it feels like oh like it's kind of just still it's still kind of going just full speed right now like mm. 
where it like you know it feels like oh maybe it should be kind of winding down or like you know is oh it's opening up a new plot point when it's like oh don't we have plenty already or mm. well this movie also has really bad luck going for it because it came right. out it was nominated for an oscar the uh the same year as frozen yeah and if you read all the little cards that that the uh the voters for the oscars wrote what's one of the things that they all said tyler Oh, I didn't watch that movie, but my kid likes Frozen, so you know. Yeah, like not by the way, not to say that Frozen is not a good movie. I, oh, that's yeah, it, yeah. by the way, good movie. But <laughs> this one should have stood, stood a better chance than that. Unfortunately, right. they just it, they just they, didn't give a crap. Better, better competition between them rather than Frozen. I, I assume Frozen probably won by a landslide because oh, everyone yeah. just just assumes oh it's Disney, it's probably the best one. Honestly, though, I think. Tyler, I think you and I just need to let it go. I'll be, I'll be in my trailer. It's here all week, folks. Is this thing on? <laughs> oh, God, please don't. <laughs> uh, and if you're wondering, by the way, how he and I are still friends, we're not. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. Oh, um, just just my, my collar out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the cane's coming in from the side of the stage and he's going to pull you off, Chris. <laughs> yeah, start going like Ronnie Dangerfield all of a sudden. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so this movie right here. This is my favorite movie. I'm going to say it right now. This is my favorite of the Miyazaki films. The visuals, the music, the story, the dialogue, everything was great in this one. Mm-hmm. What's amazing is the fact that like Miyazaki, when he does like his movies, most people like most people like will write a script. He just straight just starts doing the storyboards. Mm-hmm. Like there's like he's like kind of like I don't know what's gonna turn into yet. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. This is the, especially because we watched the um the documentary. Yeah, uh, it's the documentary called uh, "Kingdom of Dreams and Madness." Right. It's on Netflix. Yeah, great movie. Great documentary. Out. Yeah. But yeah, man, really, really nice movie. Um, I I'm, I would definitely so I I have written I, I would watch it again. Like I I would you know definitely. Sit down and watch it for sure. Uh, probably wouldn't buy it though. Oh, that's I disagree wholeheartedly with that one. Uh, obviously, yeah, this, obviously, this, as I would. this one, yeah, it didn't, it didn't stand out as like one of my favorites or anything. But I mean, I, I can understand why it's like your favorite. It also helps the fact that it it has a backdrop of pre World War Two, mm-hmm. which is a great background for me. I, I'm a World War Two junkie. Mm-hmm. I watch everything World War Two. Uh, the his Nazi memorabilia all over his house, and like the 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 zero, which is what Jiro uh, is trying to basically mm-hmm. design, uh, Mitsubishi Zero. Next time you're next time you're driving your Mitsubishi Galant, just think that the yeah, <laughs> just think what could have been. Warplanes they made. Yeah. Oh man, that's the most was like some of these like car manufacturers like they made warplanes. It's like you don't think about that. You think about the fact that Mitsubishi was like they made a scary plane. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for a while until uh, Zero was way overtaken later on. Just because you know, a thought that uh, occurred to me What's uh, that? while while we were watching this, like, yeah, we're watching the Japanese side of World War Two. Like, oh yeah, so that's something else that you don't see that very often. Yeah, um, is what well, is the Japanese side of things? Because this guy here, like, um, even though yes, this is a very very fictional take on his life, mm-hmm. he was, uh, as far as I can, or as I've read, not a fan of world of war. He didn't build planes. He didn't build planes for war. He built them 
because he just loved planes and right. aeronautics. And as we've said, uh, Miyazaki is pretty anti-war, and it very, very much shows in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't call this necessarily that the... I mean, yeah, it's it's basically an anti-war movie, but I wouldn't throw it into like the same yeah, kind of it's, category. It's not, it's not like in your face about it. It's just... Yeah. It just like, kind of shows you, like, hey, you know, there was a bad side to this war as well. Like, there was... No, so some, there was a bad side there was the there was there was uh <laughs> it wasn't just like what, no, hold on it wasn't just like you know all glory and pomp and circumstance it was like hey there was bad things that happened like there's a very in the movie where it shows like all the planes have been down and like it shows like mm-hmm. them like flying through the air into the heavens mm-hmm. that was a very sweet moment right there that kind of shows like you know the, cause the question he asked him was do you want to live in a world with pyramids or without pyramids if you live in a world with pyramids, you have to live in the world with all the stuff that comes with pyramids. Mm-hmm. With all the slavery and the, the crap that's, that took place to build the things. And, of course, you would choose a world with pyramids because pyramids are freaking awesome. <laughs> so I, I would choose a world without pyramids. All right, I, would, I, would, I would say that uh, this is probably best one. Mm-hmm. His supposedly last one, which I guess Houseman Castle was supposed to last one, too. So, so it was Monoke. Monoke, that's right, yeah. Oh, uh, God, he retires more often than Brett Favre does. <laughs> Old joke. Yeah. There you go, yeah. So, rank the movies. Nope. So here's what, here's what, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, number one, How's Moving Castle. Number two, Spirited Away. Number three, Princess Mononoke. Number four, My Neighbor Totoro. Five, Kiki's Delivery Service. Six, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Seven, The Wind Rises. Eight Castle in the Sky, nine Porco Rosso, and ten Ponyo. So Chris, I I have a top three. <laughs> okay, give give me your top three and your bottom three. How about that? Okay, okay. I will try my best to find a bottom three real fast. <laughs> you said you had a bottom three. I said I could have a bottom three. Okay. So top three, uh, when the wind rises, mm-hmm. House Moving Castle, and Spirited Away. Okay. And Totoro. Okay. So that's my that's my top three. <laughs> Just okay. four movies. My bottom, bottom three. three. Uh, I guess I have to throw Ponyo in there, which is kinda of too bad. It's not a bad movie to me. It's I'm just gonna throw it in there anyway. Ponyo, I guess Parker Rosa might as well throw it in there. Lupon? <laughs> sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the spot here, I don't know, man. I, th- I think I think movie? I think uh, Tales from Earth Sea is probably the worst movie of Miyazaki. Jeez, <laughs> that was a son, by the way. Uh, Ponyo only gets the bottom spot for me just because of the ending. I guess so. I think I think that's like the one time in a Miyazaki movie where I was just like, oh, I I actually genuinely did not like that part of that movie. You know what part I didn't like about Earth Tales from Earth Sea? The whole freaking <laughs> movie, thing. the whole thing. <laughs> I guess it's been kind of mean there. Let's we'll maybe get onto that in a few years if we Maybe. ever do podcasts yeah you, you, yeah we'll get on it in a few years chris will watch it next month or he's already watched it Never i've mind. already watched it so i'm yeah. good no, watch like everything. um yeah. this podcast has been a train wreck thank you for listening to the halloween special <laughs> even though this is probably this episode probably went up in november for sure of which year let's not <laughs> of uh, 2016 yeah uh, tomorrow we're talking about christmas movies okay Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com.